0: This episode has been brought to you by Subject to Change Customs. Choose Subject to Change for all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Follow them on all social media at S2C LLC and get your four times dope merch on their website. That's www.ShopS2C.com.
1: Yeah.
2: Hello, hello everyone. I want to uh welcome everybody to the show. How how everybody doing today? What up? We got we got What's man, we got Jamie, we got Kesharo, of course, myself. i Yeah. <laughs> What's What's
0: <that's> <laughs> my man just got back from Jamaica, Wagwan. That's my joint right there. I love saying that. <laughs> Especially. <Wag one. laughs>
2: yeah, man. So yeah, how are everybody doing?
0: i'm not
3: sunburned. Awesome. i'm, I'm are <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sunburned.
0: i'm good okay. the kids are but i'm not <laughs> all, right. okay. Okay. all is well my
3: way man no complaints right. it it's been COVID awesome. free
1: we're relaxed all right.
3: All right, all
2: right great great, great. Up. so 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 how everybody i know we want to check in real quick because i know last month we was uh doing like the health challenge um How did everybody do with their results, their their, their health challenge, uh, as far as, like, did they meet their goals for the month? Um, Jermaine?
1: Yeah, I actually, um, I came back, man. Last time we met, I told you guys I kind of got off track a little bit with my water intake, but shortly after, I think the week after, I got back on it, stayed diligent. um, And, um, yes, for the most part, I I got, I put myself on a a regimen. Like, Mm -hmm. every two hours, I want to Keep it with me and drink a certain amount. And that actually helped a lot. So, so far, so good. Since the last time we met, um, it's been working out well, man. So, I'm going to try to keep, try to stay on it, keep doing it, man. So, good.
2: It's good, Um, man. What about you, Jamie?
0: I mean, um, I've become more disciplined. You know, we have to acknowledge that that was a huge year long vacation for a lot of us. And we just took a a trip off from ourselves. And I certainly Mm -hmm. took a trip off from myself. I'm normally disciplined and I can get up. I can go to the gym. And I was like, I'm not doing it. And my wife got me on it. So we're back in the gym. I mean, we're working out as partners now. So um I'm still intermittent fasting, only eat from one to eight. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna eat after this because I didn't eat <laughs> much. I was <laughs> uh, working today. So I'm I'm on it, man. I'm back on it. And I just bought some new suits and they don't fit. So I gotta get into them shits. Right, okay. Man. All right. All right. Motivation. Sorry about you, my man.
3: Uh, not so good. Like I, I started out really well. I like I said, I was cutting back off the alcohol. I was staying away from Harris Teeter and carrot cakes. <laughs> 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 I was. Um, I got my alkaline water, Jermaine. I got some right here. I, I'm yeah. sticking with that. That this is like. I don't know, it's something that's out Somebody's alkaline one It really does something. I don't know if it's nice. mental or what, but it definitely helps me.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but I only lost six pounds. My goal was ten, but then not within our challenge, but I lost mm-hmm. six. But I think maybe cause you know, going away it didn't help. No, nah, I <laughs> don't know. But when I weighed myself, I was like, Dang, six pounds. I'm like wondering like hey, if I hadn't have went, could I have lost the other four? And I'm thinking I probably could have because that's a whole week. Basically, I would have been working out, not drinking alcohol, not eating all kinds of stuff all exactly. hours of the night because right. it was a resort. So you're gonna eat and drink. Damn but, right, you didn't like come in said, to eat and drink. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm back now, so I'm gonna get back to it because my goal is still to lose the ten pounds or more. So yeah, but I only lost
0: six. Okay, all I mean right. that's Let's the you... first world problem. Look at you. Yeah. What about you, Quan?
2: Yeah, it it was it was good. I kind of say yes or no. Like I didn't do like the. The five days a week like i said i wanted to i mean i've been averaging between like three times a week
3: mm-hmm. but
2: I, I did lose the 10 plus pounds I lost 14 pounds since we started damn dog that's yeah. awesome brother yeah so yeah thank, yeah i appreciate that so i don't really imagine if i did what i'm supposed to do with the, the five times a week i might do a little bit more so i'm still trying mm-hmm. to keep pushing myself and um and doing this so yeah i, I say i met that goal so yeah well, it's good that we something we're doing. We're pretty good. All right. We're all in the right direction. We're all trying to yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna try to continue know, we might update or update it with everyone. But definitely, I think it's a good start. Uh, I know this month we we're trying to we, we were trying to get into this whole <laughs> financial literacy thing, mm-hmm. and um, I think that we want to maybe just bring everybody to trying to we have an individual financial goal that we might want to try to meet for the month of, I guess, April or going to early May. And I don't know if any of y'all had any thoughts about any financial goals that y'all personally want to do or maybe want to share that we can kind of mm-hmm. kind of go on. Uh, Kashardi like you want to say yeah. something? Yeah,
3: I was about to. <laughs> 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 Trying to let this flow, you know. Yeah, flow but, is all <laughs> yours, man. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any personal financial goals because I try to like save Monthly anyway, but I don't have like a number or a time frame. But for my kids, mm-hmm. I am trying to get them more involved, you know, with financial literacy. Like I had signed them up for this uh, financial literacy class like last month. Um, it was like a four week trial, but they only got the first day. And then whatever happened, technology I don't know, if the system wasn't working because they sent an email to everybody saying they were having difficulty, so they didn't get to do it. But my sister in law, she works at uh, Wells Fargo. And she's a financial advisor and so she's about to start this um financial literacy class for kids so mm-hmm. i'm gonna ev- get them involved with that because i think it's time you know they need to start right. knowing mm-hmm. you know about yeah. money and saving and how to use right. it and all that so that's my goal right. you know to get them more involved <clears throat> you know with financial literacy and learning you know about money more that's than good. just mommy and daddy spending it right <laughs> Right.
0: you need to yeah so you have they got cards and stuff are they going to get cards they don't have cards. What we did, we, okay. came, we actually, when we
3: came back from Jamaica, mm-hmm. um, we went and deposited some money in both of their accounts. So they saw, oh, okay, we have money now. Like you already had it, but now we actually showing y'all okay. <laughs> that the, here's the deposit. Yeah. This is how much just went in. This is what yeah. you have. So we're trying to build on this. So we did that. So they get to see now Word oh i have money you know we need to save that
0: what do i want to do with my money
2: yeah i think the card thing is a good thing though what Jamie just said too i mean I'm, yeah that's the next step yeah so, so they can up. learn to to, to purchase stuff in, and then if somebody be confident in it earlier stuff, yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it's not foreign to them so if mm-hmm. you know grandma you know grandma gave them some money or great aunt or you know yeah godfather, whoever give them some godfather mm-hmm. godfather whoever you know what i'm <laughs> saying and they want to put right. this money in the account and try to deposit I think that's make can shop, yeah, I need to do something. I, I've been slipping lately, I've been sewing my, my own head on my own thing, but uh, yeah, that's what I'm mining. Yeah. I gotta so make sure I got got get old. this get this okay. house first, though. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Jamie, what about you, man?
0: Yeah, so my situation is a little different. I'm moving, well, merging my life with my wife's life, and she's an accountant, and you know. Tackling my debt, student loan debt, tax debt, all this debt out of no fucking where, and it's like, dang, we got it. So just know this: if you have debt, then you're not quote unquote rich. You can have cash but shit, you got debt. So, I'm just following her lead on how to tackle the debt and you know how to approach it. Cause me, I'm like, I ain't paying you niggas nothing. But that's not the answer because <laughs> you're still in <laughs> debt I and mean, your name is dirty, but I'm just really, you know, getting that in line. And we got Madison account. Um, so that's why I asked Kashar about the card. So we got her a card. Mm-hmm. So she's, you know, I, I got some money because she could check it. Mm-hmm. I mean, having cash is one thing, but, you know, getting comfortable because I didn't get a card until I okay. came to Central. I didn't get a mm-hmm. bank card until I came to Central. Jermaine right. or was it Kwame? I mean, excuse me, Kashar. When do y'all showed me how to use the ATM.
1: I think it was mm-hmm.
0: me it was you at the at the student union right i really asked you so what i supposed to do put it in here and do what? <laughs> sincerely if you didn't know um, you didn't know right i did right, not don't right, act right. like you knew already no i was yeah, 18 right. with a bank card and some cash right You're like no put it in there and type in your pen i remember my pen was you know okay i remember that typed it in oh, like, oh you can get money out of the machine like right. i can get money out of the machine so like, but, is, well, how old Madison? gets you You said
2: fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to start now. I mean, right. yeah, yeah. What about you? What about you, uh, Jermaine?
1: Um. So, well, well, let me say this first. In terms of um, um kids, man, one thing I'll tell. people, I learned learned this through um, strengthening my credit the last few years. Where, um, and I wish my obviously our parents <clears throat> didn't have this information, but I think the kid can uh, a child can be ten years old. And a parent can make them um, an authorized user of one of their credit cards. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. when they get, when they turn 18, they will have their credit score will mimic mm-hmm. their parents. Obviously, they won't have history, but numerically, they'll have that same score as the parent. So that's the right. way that 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 boosts, you know, give give us that boost. Mm-hmm. So I just want to put that out there um, for you guys. It's oh, a, I didn't know that. That's some good information. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely can do that. But my personal financial goals right now, obviously I'm like a charbo. I, I save, man, like I save, um, I save. Um, but my financial goal is to purchase more stock. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'm not, my, my brother does these, and actually when we record a podcast, he does these, um, these, uh, these virtual meetings uh, where he's coaching. He has a little following, he's coaching folks on stocks. Mm-hmm. Some Bitcoin. We haven't really gotten into the Bitcoin. But but my goal is to purchase between now and my birthday, October, um, birthday month, is to purchase more stock um and invest in that and to monitor stock. A lot of times it's good to catch it before it hits the market. Right. But there are a few things I want to invest in. And one of them is be really, <coughs> Florida Mayweather has a cannabis company that's about to pop off. Mm-hmm. Um for Floyd Mayweather Jr. But yeah, that's that's just my goal, man. That the um the uh, um, invest in more stock, increase my portfolio, and is it um, continuously save, man, for my uh, month
2: to month. So, what's so, up? Uh, mine is kind of similar to what you're saying, Jermaine. Like, actually, I need to ask to just buy some stock, uh, some shares of stock, something. Um, and something. It's funny because, like I said, I had bought my goddaughter some stock when they was younger. I bought my nephew some, and I'm like, I don't even got enough for myself. and i'm not proud to say that (laughs) but 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 it's an honest honest thing and it's so funny because i i mean jamie we had a conversation with a few a few months ago when the whole thing with the uh whether the bitcoin not the bitcoin but the other the other currency cryptocurrency happened Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And I was asking about the apps and stuff because I was about to use the Robinhood app, but I got, I got kind of a right. little, little nervous. I think it was, that's the whole right. controversy of the Robinhood thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, and, and, GameStop. And Jamie referred me to what's the other one? Was it Sophie or? Uh,
0: SoFi, S O F I. Right. SoFi account.
2: So I did actually download the app for it, but I haven't used it. So I've been shy of using it. So I want to think that I wasn't just trying to just dabble and just get a start in something. And then I, I really need to get some further
0: education on it. Um, just yeah, to try, and I would been first. scared hey, what, to man? do
3: the stuff, but well, there's too, nothing man. to be Sorry. afraid
0: of. Just know this if you were to purchase something, chances are it's going to go up. It's about where you want it to go, what's your stop loss, how much right. you're willing mm-hmm. to lose, mm-hmm. and then it's going to go up right over time. You have to pull out as far as your view all the way back out like if you start with stock market started at in the 20s and you know that's a number for you of course is going up right it depends on what do you want and what do you like to use so you know you can't be quote unquote afraid of it it's just about Mm -hmm. you know going to youtube and you know instagram and using these uh uh interfaces and figuring out figuring out who's going to do what because people aren't afraid to share information
2: Mm -hmm. that's true
0: and yeah. it's, you know, we're still kind of analog and we're the last analog first digital generation. Mm-hmm. So we're still kind of iffy with information that we get. But mm-hmm. these younger millennials don't give a shit. They will give it directly to you as I, as they got it. They have no fear of sharing what they know. That's real. And, you know, we are going to you know, be hesitant, which is fair because I'm still a little hesitant. Uh, when I was trading, I used to trade the, um, the German dollar the Deutsche mark, and mm-hmm. um, I was still like, I oh, don't know, but the stock market is gonna go up. It'll crash, right. it'll reset itself over time. But right now, you're in a space where you just need one to learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could buy mm-hmm. something that, like you know, gas, <laughs> oil, mm-hmm. you know, just find some markets that you wanna fit in and just sit on something.
2: Yeah, that's what I need to do every day. I take it back. I mean, I think um, I got some shares when, when you fight with your job and stuff like that. But I'm talking about just mm-hmm. additional stuff like that and right. just trying, like you said, playing with it. And like I guess I've been gun shy with it, mm-hmm. it. I keep making excuses about it. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push myself to. someone to actually just go ahead and pull the trigger, and uh, do some research, <clears throat> check yeah. the,
0: uh, you know, the reports out, figure out what they're gonna do with the money that they do get. It's about reading and you know, right. and then saying I can part ways with fifty dollars. Or whatever you plan on parting ways with right? yeah that's true yeah and it's
2: funny like, i probably have some resources i'm not even using like a couple of frat brothers really i think pretty good with it so fonzo right, eddie if y'all listening <laughs> you yeah, know hit me up <laughs> i might need to consult with y'all right. but uh yeah well uh, yeah so we can just uh yeah i just wanted to throw out oh yeah the last thing i want to bring everybody like we we had the contest like a month ago about the name of the listeners and it was it was a pretty um Empty list, and we want to just announce. I think the name that we we're well, the name we are gonna go with for the listeners well, you uh actually came up from the winner Martha on Butler. I came Martha up with, with the Quatro's. We going call
3: um, y'all the
0: Quatro's. What's
2: up, Quattro's?
3: Quatro's in the house. Uh, What's yeah. up, Quattros?
2: So it's four four easy, up. simple. You know what I'm saying? Hold these fours up. You no, know, means four of us. Um, so yeah, the Quadros out here. That's to the listeners. So, when we said right, we're gonna
0: be sending Martha a nice gift, yeah, from So from the four times dope podcast crew. Yep, yep, Indeed. yeah. So, so thank get y'all. her information and we'll send her something. We don't know what it will be,
2: but yeah, we got you, Martha. Got you covered. Thanks, yeah. Quadros. Yeah, so uh, before we just jump into I know you kind of talked a little bit. I just wanted to ask y'all, had there been a situation? When you feel like you might have been too nice, and you should have you should have been just an asshole in that situation, like <laughs> just being too nice to them. if you if you had to do all over again, you know what you should have given him you should have given more of that that jerkness that you have you know doing inside of you in that moment. I feel seen um. Well, I'm gonna start with I can see this might be easy for Jamie. So yeah, so am going Jamie started. Go like dis- <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys are disrespectful.
0: You guys are disrespectful. i I mean there have been ton of times where I should have been more aggressive uh as of late, but I can remember one time, man, I was in Walmart trying to get some wipes, you know, some adult wipes, my G. And there was this lady in the aisle. She was a worker, but she was so aggressive. She wanted my number. And she was just like, not gonna take no for an answer. It was a weird disposition she had. She was like much older than me. but She's like, yeah, I wanna give you a call. Let me call you, let me give you a call. Damn. Let me call you. I'm like, God,
1: dang. She had red lipstick on her teeth? Was she- I do <laughs> I can remember exactly. her being just a
0: bad bland. Weed. She was like, just very bland. And I just like, it was her aggression but how she had me cornered with both hands and I just had nowhere to go. And I was just like <laughs> 919-820. Yeah, she she called me and I would just felt like a punk cause <laughs> I didn't back down. Yeah. I mean, I did back down. I backed down and gave her my number. That old lady gave me the business. I mean, like in that two minute conversation well, like, in the aisle, man, I just remembered that, And I think to myself all the time, well, not all the time, but I think to myself quite frequently about how I just got disrespected by the old lady. <laughs> She gave me hell that last, you know. And I'm like, I can't, how, how, how did I allow that to happen? How long before she called you? Like the next day? The next day she was on. I mean, I ain't pick up. Yeah. That's when we had house phones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm like, she just, I mean, she got it out of me. So I can understand how some ladies could be. I mean, yeah. guys, could, if, if if men are that aggressive, I apologize. Right. For real. On our behalf for that shit. Yeah, women do it all the
2: time. I can only imagine.
0: I could only imagine. But I do apologize to women for that, for what I received that day. So I should have used my asshole ways. Say, <laughs> Look, old lady. Right. Beat it. <laughs> I got a girl. <laughs> Make one up. It didn't even matter. <laughs>
2: no, I had a girl. Oh, you did? Was okay. So aggressive. That's funny, man. What about you, Jermaine?
1: Right off uh the first thing I think of right offhand, man, I, I think I should have been more aggressive um in certain job interviews that I that I've had over the years. Mm. Um I was probably I you know what I I I'm more so honestly, I felt like yo, this might sound like mad, conceited, but it but it's not. I mean let me let me put me preface it with that. But I always, well, not always. A lot of times when I go into these situations, I feel like I'm the smartest person in the room, or one of the smartest people in the room. So I'll tone it down, you know. And and the way that in my in my profession, when when you interview, it's a panel. You might got six to ten people interviewing you. Boom, hmm. boom, 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 boom. I boom, know that. And you just yeah, you fire the questions back. But a lot of times I would tone it down. Not that I would like not relinquish information, right? But I would I would like just tone it down or you wouldn't sell it? I wouldn't, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't sell it or elaborate on a lot of stuff where um I actually should have, but um, but yeah, yeah, um, but look, thinking back, and I think about that all the time, thinking about I think what I, and I obviously changed now. Now, um, I'm a bull in China shop now, you know what I'm saying? If I'm putting right. that situation like that, but but there were times, but I had to lose a learning curve, but there was times mm-hmm. where I had to. I had to. I had to just learn, like, to be more aggressive, man. Especially when you, um, you know, minority male going to those types of situations like that.
2: So. Mm, yeah, I feel you, sure About you, man.
3: When you ask a question, I couldn't think of one because I'm sure it's been many. Um, yeah, <laughs> but
2: being <laughs> too nice. To the time that. <laughs> I
3: was being too nice and I should have been an asshole, it just came to mind. Ashley was with my wife because. Um, I can't, come. I don't remember what you was there with me, but it was like one semester after a break, we came back to school and we was at the communication building and yeah, remember. remember we was in the car and Tawana saw us and then she ducked down in the car. Yeah, I was mad
2: me for you. Her. Yeah. yeah and then
3: a couple of hours later, maybe like four hours later, she called me and was like, oh, I need a ride to work. Can you give me a ride? And my dumb butt was like, "Yeah, sure." And I should have been like, "Hell no, a click." <laughs> but-
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. So she tried to duck down because she was ashamed. She didn't want him no, to she see tried her. To,
3: she didn't want me to see her because she knew I was going to come after her. Like I, because the, remember the whole, the semester before. Oh, was, like, he was going like to come with both day. hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she was like, "Not this nigga again." So she tried to hide from <laughs> me. And it was clear. I was. I saw you. Like, Why you going to duck down? And try to hide.
2: So saw went right behind him. He <laughs> was like, yeah, "She was in the, the back since she right ducked."
3: Behind you. Yeah. She ducked like, okay, cool. And then called me two hours later for a ride to work. So <laughs> that I, been, I should
2: have been like, nope. But well, damn, Tawana got some balls doing that damn jump. Yeah. <laughs> apparently it didn't matter.
0: You did it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, we lost you.
2: Yo, but I tell you what's funny, because mine just kind of happened in Central too. I uh, I remember Bomber Vaughn Bomb was having like a masquerade ball and I am asking this girl out to, to go to the ball. Go to the ball and keep in mind, like, I mean, you know, I had to go get a tuxedo. She had to get, like, the a shit. Formal, yes. Yeah, the formal wear and stuff mm-hmm. and all that, whatever mm-hmm. and stuff. So, you know, I'm a college student. I'm, I'm, I might have been working, but I mean, I'm not making that much. So that was a big deal trying to rent, like, a tuxedo and get the whole nine. Yeah, and you had to get roll. over there to get it. And again, do all that all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just to be this ball, to be presentable. So the girl agreed to go to the ball. So she getting you know, got the whole, you know, get up, whatever. So when we get to the ball, she gets in this joint, we get there. She wants to sit down the whole time. Like she didn't, she didn't like she didn't move. She didn't want to dance. She didn't do that. You know, like you did not want to dance, you know, like she was in the same spot the whole time. Like didn't move. And I'm like, I'm like She didn't get no hors d'oeuvres or nothing, just sat there. I mean, I might have been trying to be like the gentleman at the, at the prom trying to go ahead and like, you know, get it for her, but she did not like. I was playing to myself. She, you was know, I there. How you might have been there. I don't was, was Kashar there. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I don't think, I he think went. Was, it, was, it was a uh, it was a signal ball. No, nah, I don't it was,
3: think we just crossed or something.
2: No, nah, no, nah, it, uh, it was a bomb a mountain ball, a masquerade ball. Mm. Oh, I thought it was a signal ball. Okay. Now nah, I went to sigma ball. I mean, we had two, but yeah, it was there was a masquerade ball that it had. And you went and the mango. I, I don't know if any of y'all was How there. Were you entertaining was. yourself. And she was
0: sitting there. Yeah, that's, so
3: that's why I thought it was a signal ball because there was like a lot of signals there.
2: Nah, I don't remember that. I, to me, it just felt like in that moment, it felt like it was just, I mean, those people were there. I remember Worry mm-hmm. being there because of was masquerade stuff and some other people mm-hmm. were just in the ball and Vaughn. You know, and, you know, a couple people hit me. I don't think none of y'all was there, actually.
0: I don't and, remember going in no masquerade ball. Yeah,
2: because I would have somebody to talk That's to. It. I was in this joint like, you know, like, piss <laughs> man. I'm seeing this to her. The conversation was just like, nah, she was answering one word answers and stuff, man. And I'm oh. thinking in my mind, like, yo, I spend this time there's money, and you, you don't even want to dance. You don't want to, like, have a conversation, not saying too right. much. Did y'all like, take a picture? Man. I you know, like, they, the,
0: they do have the pictures up there on the side. Yeah, I, I don't remember doing that.
2: I probably didn't, but I was already mad, so I ain't, right, ain't right. going to do nothing extra spending <laughs> more money on it. So, and, and I, I kind of wish, and I probably want the right thing to do, man. I, think I I feel like I should just leave her here, man, just go on her phone home and ride. <laughs> you know, miss how mad I was, and I kind of wish I did it. It might have been the right thing to do. But I was pissed, man. So I just made me think that's I was way too nice in that situation
0: and right. uh Okqual, so we're not gonna get the name
2: her name well, I remember her last name? her first name was Aisha. she's from Raleigh
0: oh you probably I, know
2: if you saw her. I been nobody you know nobody, you know like that Aisha right. used to hang out with Tanya oh, yep was well, it her. is it yep.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I know she's from Raleigh. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's her. It is, oh, it hurt. It, yeah, she's a pretty girl. Uh, yeah, but she came acting like that. She said, Tell me that she didn't want to go. I had some other
1: choices I could have been dealing
0: with. Yeah,
3: because why go get your hair there buy a dress and all that stuff? And you go, that sit was 99-2000. She, she, she never gave
1: you an explanation why she acted like that.
2: She was just like I don't know. Apparently, she might not be feeling me. She never said that, but she would just mean like
0: she wasn't uh, interacting like that. But it's like she went through a whole bunch of shit not to be
3: what
2: exactly. You wasted my time. Exactly. She, she wasted time. her money.
0: That's her money too. She had to put a dress on. Yeah, I think right, I, I think I have met I
2: met her mom. Everything. Oh, it was weird. You have to but do the just, stuff. She went was, and
0: took the rounds and decided that day to be like, you know what, I ain't, I ain't with it. I'm like, damn. You know oh, what I'm well,
2: that's how it was, man. I was. I felt I was way too nice about that.
0: But uh, anyway, like I said, just jumping
2: into it, like I said, we we want to, uh, I guess the question I want to ask, and I don't know, well, I'm going to ask like this, do y'all feel like financial literacy is actually taught like, like in high school and middle school, like the things mm. you need to know about financial matters, whether it's like, you know, saving, um, no. investing, learning about taxes, all that stuff no. that you need to know, buying houses. No. So it's not.
3: No, it's not
2: why do you think that that's the case like i don't know it's an explanation
0: for it i have the answer all right that that yeah, sure. so yeah uh ford motor company is the reason why we don't know anything ford motor company okay. ford motor company so ford um created this system so the reason why we go, go to work from nine to five is because of this you know it's ford motor company I mean, do your research. I'm going to try to give you some. Right. What I remember from this part, from, from what I read, is that um, we need employees. We need right. you to be smart enough to hit a button or do them a thing and then pay me rent. Right. Because Ford owned the houses that he lived in, mm. right? The cafeteria that they got the food from, the restaurants, he owned the town. Cornered the everything. market. So what he needed to do was create a system where the people were smart enough not to ask questions. And why would I give you information about, you know, taxes or, you know, just basic literacy when I need you to, you know- Be a worker. I need I need worker bees. I don't need right. a bunch of people asking questions mm-hmm. and being entrepreneurs on their own. Gotcha. It's as simple as that, it's a system where it was, where it was created. To keep the rich, rich and the poor, poor. I mean, right. keep you in place. The middle class is there to keep everything stable, you know, you right. buy a house so you can be stable for 30 years. Right. Mm-hmm. So not mess nothing up. Mm-hmm. So that's just purely the answer. I think the real question should be, you know, why? what are we waiting for? I think um, they should be teaching it in churches. I think they should be teaching it. I mean, that's the one opportunity that you do have. Mm-hmm. i mean sunday school you can put some of that and i mean some basic knowledge in sunday school mm-hmm. uh you know or after school hell you can put them in groups put it online but that's the answer to, to that why isn't taught earlier is because don't nobody know <laughs> but now mm-hmm. these millennials goes back to the original comment well original point i was making earlier they are sharing everything's to be shared mm-hmm. the millennials and the centennials don't there's nothing to be it's all right here on the phone. They could they could pull it up and find out what they want to know. Mm-hmm. We are the last analog, first digital. We're still trying to figure out where we are and stuff, but that's the
3: answer to the question. Mm-hmm. And they share, but the, they all share though. That's the thing too. It ain't just black or white or whatever. Yeah. Like all this generation, they share. And I think that's yeah. something we missed, I guess, in Why? our era. Right. They didn't, we were in it wasn't a way they weren't sharing it. I think they were trying to keep it from us, especially mm-hmm. the black. I can just remember in my high school, it was predominantly black, and it was maybe like a section of it was, it was maybe 85% black, men, and the rest was white. But I remember joining the club, I can't remember FBLA, Future Business Leaders of America, something like that. That's
0: right, Lambda. Right.
3: We never, only thing they told us I was writing checks. I was like, this ain't in my mind. I was like, this is all teaching me. We they talked about other business stuff. But I'm like, okay, I didn't, I didn't. Right. I'm going there thinking I'm gonna learn the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, get a good grasp of business with the money and right. how to get a business on all that. I ain't. I learned how to write it. That's the only thing that stood out to me. In that entire <laughs> thing of year yeah. of that club is learn how to write a debit like, credit. A <laughs> right. How to bounce a checkbook. <laughs> I was <looking laughs> out, like, I just think it's. I think a lot of it's to hold us back, you know what I mean? Because right. people don't want to it's share. It's not to hold
0: you back; it's to hold you in place,
3: right? Yeah. To keep us to create at a that point. illusion.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's an illusion. Exactly. I have a little bit yeah. of money. No, you got yeah. a bunch of debt. I
3: think it's still, like I said, even though the millennials and Generation Z they are sharing, I still think that's a part that that older generation still trying to hold it back. You know the know boomers
0: I mean? like are in the way; they got to go. Right? Yeah. So
3: right. I think that's that's a lot of it
2: too. <laughs> How about you, Jermaine?
1: um both brothers just touched on it um but i'm 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 kind of reinforce what jamie was saying um <clears throat> when, when you talk about financial literacy in america right america is built off of a select of folks controlling uh wealth mm-hmm. right everything else is that illusion right we'll give you a salary right just enough to keep you comfortable whatever the case may be you think you can you can think of it like this if athletes are making 16 million dollars in 16 weeks mm-hmm. right a, a million a week um um in, in, in the nfl particularly right they're making just say their salaries 20 mil so they you know just say they get a, you know, a couple mil or early, early, early week for two weeks mm-hmm. if they're making that over five years how much are the owners making every week oh yeah mm-hmm. right yeah. so High school—it's not taught in school because that goes against the the blueprint of American philosophy. When it comes mm-hmm. to finances, you can't teach the because here's the thing: uh, if you're financially stable, that's a form of freedom. Yeah, and that's a form of um, now you can take that uh, and not necessarily financially free. I mean, not, I mean, if you if you ha- if if you're wealthy, either your money's going to work for you or you're going to work for it. The, right. the idea is to sleep and make money, residual income, uh, properties. Like, you can like, you know, even with selling cars, man, like, we're not taught, well, you can sell cars, but cars can be stolen, but you can't mm-hmm. steal houses. So where do you want to put your money? Something that can't right. be stolen? You, you see what I'm saying? Like, these are yeah. all, the, all the ideologies we were not taught, and mm-hmm. we had the learning curve. So I believe it's not taught in high school um, because it just, that would, you're setting too many folks free. You're giving too way many too many knowledge. thinkers are going to start thinking right. And for us, free. you guys got to think now. This is just a it's, a it's a small analogy, but we're closer to slavery than these millennials are. So we mm-hmm. got the residue of the folks who got the residue got the residue in the ideology from from slaves. I agree. That's why we're not giving anything. We're we're, we're closer to that mindset than these millennials are. And then, two, I think part of it is, too, parents, I think, got younger after we came through. Parents mm-hmm. were, I just noticed, you know, parents were younger, even in my classes. But technology liberates these folks. Te- technology gives everyone a platform and, and liberates them. Mm-hmm. So they really don't have that drawback like we had. We had right. this internet. So now, hey, if I got a platform where I can, you know, I can take a million pictures and people validate my self esteem, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel good about myself. I'm going to give you what you want. And yeah. I think part of it, right? Mm-hmm. But the financial freedom part, especially for especially for folks of color, because I went to a kind of a mixed high school. Um, our, our athletics were black, um, but for the most part, the boosters were white. The, the head honchos of the school were white. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had some great teachers, man, but oh, let me say this too, and, and, and I'm gonna pass it. The other issue is, is that the curriculum in high school is a mandated curriculum. The Got Department on. of Education tells these school systems you must teach this uh by this month by Mm -hmm. this month by this Mm -hmm. month and the semester's over right um and that's just basically i call it compelled instruction so it's purposely Mm and it's premeditated it's left out on purpose right
3: but what about the colleges though because i mean just i think now a lot of colleges are starting to you know jump on that but you know especially the HPTUs, that was one thing if it was there i didn't know it was a Brought to my mouth,
1: but that was something I wish. Yeah, that it's the same I had concept. It's, it's, it's the same concept. It's the same blueprint, right? Mm-hmm.
3: It's the
0: still a business.
1: Fact. Check this out, and, and this is kind of off topic, but I want—I just want to say this, right? Th- to give us an idea, it's the, okay. The SAT mm-hmm. uh, was created by this guy named Carl Bingham. Um, anyway, the concept that the SAT was initially created to weed out immigrants, c- colored immigrants, wow. in nineteen. So if you didn't pass this test, you couldn't come into the country. And it helped to weed out feeble-minded people. Mm-hmm. So Princeton, Princeton got a hold, got, got got a hold of the concept and said, Hey, we want you to create a test that works the same way for our colleges. Right. If you don't pass this, you can't get in. And it's it filtered out. Oh, oh, and by the way, the guy who created it. He wrote an article basically talking about how people from uh, Scandinavian countries and Germanic mm. countries and Nordic countries were superior. Ba- basically, white mm. folks were superior. Right. So my point is, if 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 they took that SAT, if they took that concept and made it work for the SAT to weed folks out, what do you think? Mm. Why do you think is my point is that's an indication of the school system? Right. They don't want that liberal, that financial um, freedom. They don't want folks to be, you know, thinking that it's free thinking, mentally free right and look it's not just the money it's the concepts jamie's mm-hmm. an entrepreneur um there's, there's a concept to you can't just be an entrepreneur you have to be in tune with more development you have to be in tune with all kinds of stuff all right the time too. and in college i was an english major now they did teach us about things i was interested in like the harlem renaissance and all the major players the black writers and poets but my point is they didn't teach me how to be a professor they didn't teach me how to make money uh, residuals as a writer. I'm writing books mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So the mm-hmm. money part, I didn't get. Even traveling abroad and how to handle conduct myself abroad, I didn't get that. So it's my point is it's
0: it's premeditated, man. I think. Man. Yeah. You got to acknowledge that it's very premeditated. What about you, Kwame?
2: I mean, it's kind of like you said. I it's not there. Everybody kind of touched on it. I really don't have the answers. I think what you said, Jamie, what you Jamie, I think y'all touched on the, on it up very well and I can see all that happening it's just a shame you would think at least by now you know what I'm saying I could now nah, why would you change it I could have seen forward doing nah, it but I'm right. saying to the point that if we are if we're at the point where we we, we notice it's not right and we learn it as adults now like dang because there has been plenty of times like as a 25 30 old some you know person whatever man and then you're dealing with something like wow why they learn this earlier why I'm learning this at 30 versus mm-hmm. where this could have been it's it's a whole in my opinion, a whole bunch of useless um, information,
0: Pythagorean uh, theory. And, and, you don't and, care you know, about and, that in
2: college and in, in high school that mm-hmm. I would never use and it, subjects, you know, like I'll never use those things. So why we even you know learning, you know what I'm saying? When this would have been so much more helpful if I got this in high school or even but in college. the operative
0: word is helpful for you. For me, right? exactly. And that's the problem. It's right. by and large, we don't need all y'all thinking. Mm-hmm. All y'all, as in black, white, everybody. Everybody well, in yeah. right, right. We have a line. It's all demarcations. Everything is about a line. How far you right. want to go? How far we need you to come. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about the GameStop situation. It was like, all right, you poor people, get some money. And then they figured out, okay, let's work together to get them. i say, like, oh, not like that. So there is the line. The line has been drawn. We need to keep you all in place because right. we need to continue our winning ways. Right. Yo.
2: I'm sorry, maybe but the when you said when the game us, started, mm-hmm. huh? I'm sorry when you said the game started, I thought about something because you brought it up and uh I just talked to Josh, he, he said he made 14k off that joint of the game started, A lot right? of
0: people got paid. Right. Was, a lot of so, folks got
2: real cash out of that. Right. He just told me that like yeah. two days ago.
0: I was like, Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. It was, was like, like Well, wait, wait, y'all taking too much money because if you look at what a short stock uh, what a short sale is, yeah, um, oh. I mean you do the research, like oh that's how they do it. Basically they borrow stock. So we figured this out. In the second versus they just kept the information away, right. us, but the internet right. doesn't, you know. Right, there's a hiding corners is right there for you if you search the right terms. Right, right. So mm-hmm. they're trying to keep you in place. I mean, the, this the sad part is that we are one of the last generations. Right, it's the next ones, the the, the um the millennials and the centennials. They like, no, we got this. You're not gonna tell us what to do, and they don't see color and all that shit.
3: Right, no, 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 they
0: figured it out. It's money. Right. And they figured it out, but we're just the last bunch who stuck with our hands in our pockets. Right. They got to mm-hmm. keep us in place. Otherwise, we'd have been out of here. Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, mm-hmm. well, Kwame, yeah. You, oh, you already said it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I ain't right.
2: have yeah, much because I, I think I kind of touched on to it because I don't really had the answer. I just know it. I just know it is not there. I know what I experienced with that. And so, like yeah. I said, I learned something just now from y'all. So it was more for me learning that question. But yeah. Uh, right.
3: uh, okay. Cool. Well, speaking of experiences, fellas, I wanted to ask y'all, what would you say your biggest moment in college was outside of graduation? You know, that's a big moment for everybody. But outside mm-hmm. of graduation, what do you think your biggest moment was? And I'll start with Jermaine.
1: Keshara, you were fading out on me, bros. Can you say that one more time? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm
3: sorry. What was your biggest moment in college?
1: Okay. I was not Okay, okay, okay. Outside that's. Right. Of you know what? My biggest moment, and I tell, I, I tell a lot of people this. Um, as an English major, mm-hmm. um, there was this, there was this exam. Like you could take all your core courses, and then you had when you when you passed the core courses, you had only I think three or four courses, mm-hmm. the four thousand level courses or something left. Mm-hmm. But in order to get to those classes, you had to pass this big exam. It was called a comprehensive exam. Um,
0: comp
1: exam. Yeah, comp exam. And everybody, it, it, it was like the boogeyman in the department, man. Um, it was like, <laughs> put it this way. I remember not to throw him under the bus, but he did graduate from central, but Sean Alexander, right?
2: Him under the in, bus. He, oh. he switched Alexander. his major
1: because of because of the comprehensive exam. He switched to history. People were switching to majors, yada, yeah. So I remember um I never forget this man. I had like three, three or four, three, three classes left. I was was getting water in the communication building. Dr. Farabee walked behind me. This was some cold gangster 1970s type stuff right here, yo. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: He walked behind, I'm getting water, just getting water at the fountain. And he just walks by, uh, Jermaine, you passed the comprehensive exam, and just kept walking. And and then (laughs)
3: that's all he said.
1: (laughs) Yo, I I, I looked up, when I looked up, he had turned the corner. (laughs) I said, Dr. Farabee, I went straight to his office. I was Not like, happy, yeah, man. That was one of the happiest moments, if outside of graduation that I can think of, because in my mind that was my pathway to graduation, right? And 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 I didn't want to come back another semester and just have to take some some BS classes and spend money, right? Mm-hmm. But just man, the when therapy, listen, when therapy said that,
0: man,
1: yo, I was outside liberating. spring '69.
0: Yes, sir. I was great.
1: <laughs> man. So that's that was my happiest moment, man. Yeah.
2: Oh, Kwame, what about you? This was hard for me because I don't, I don't, I mean, if they not including graduation, I don't have like no defining moment for me. It's, it's a whole bunch of little moments that just made my experience, um, in college good, you know what I mean? And it just, um, I mean, I think actually the fact that I actually went to Central, period, because I, um, I don't know if I shared this, but like I didn't know anything about Central at the time, like I said, I, um, I um, went to high school in, um, in in Norfolk, Virginia, and uh, like I said, so I I came to Central not knowing anybody. So it wasn't a situation where people was mm-hmm. coming from the high school and some going to AT, some going, going to Central, you? yeah. And I, I had not, I no one soul, and like I said, in the time it was funny because I think uh, Favor State was the first school that accepted me. So mm-hmm. my mind, I'm, I'm going to go to Fayetteville State because I ain't know about them, about them either. So they don't want to set them And my dad was just like, nah, you're going to Central. I was mad about it. I'm like I don't, I don't want to go. I mean, I, I was more mad because I felt like it wasn't my decision because I didn't know. That Your didn't decision
0: know. was to go to Philadelphia State.
2: Yeah, and I felt like because mm-hmm. they they the first one who accepted me, so that's why I
0: should go at. Nah, son, that's not that. How it work. I'm glad that <laughs> was that was like yeah, that's how I
2: was thinking at 18 years old. Accepted
0: to me too, and I was like, well, that's nice. That's real nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea. Jamie, you was right at
0: you was right at home, Jamie. It's too right close, down. baby. I'd have been a Bronco, <laughs> but it was way too close to home. <laughs> nah, bro.
2: Said, I didn't know nothing. So my, my dad rationale was like, well, at the time, because my dad was still in the Navy. They was still in Norfolk. It was like, well, you got family in Wake Forest. You got, you know, family mm-hmm. in Hillsboro. So somebody need to get to you. That's how it was. Family, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, you make a call and they can be there to help you. So I was like, all right. So I was still pissed. Mm-hmm. Then I went to the damn uh, early orientation uh, oh, EOP. <laughs> boy, boy. I saw oh, boy. all them chicks there. I was 17 like, to one, yo, baby. man, 15 to one. I was in there about to 17. mom oh 17, whatever the number yeah. was. I know it was a lot of them, and Nothing to many <laughs> of us at <this> time. And <laughs> and I group. was just like, yo, you know, it people was cool, the people was very enthusiastic as far as like the well, the EOP counselors or what can't remember what they call but yeah, yeah. And um and just, I saw that ratio, I was like, Yeah, I think I'm gonna like it here. And that was just the <laughs> tip of the iceberg because at that point, that was just the incoming freshman. And when I got on that campus and I saw when everybody got there. I was just mm, like, yo, mm. so I, I remember when I was in there, probably walking in the cafe one of those times, I like, yo, I have to do good in this school
0: it's like in order to stay. <laughs> <laughs> it was all for the wrong reasons, <laughs> boy, I'll tell you. Hey, no, that's hey, the reason why I did so well. Hey, I'm like, hey, no, nah, hey, I need hey, mom, to stay I'm going to
1: tell you something, though. I, I promise you. I, when I, I started going to NCCU around 93, just to visit my sister, but 94, mm-hmm. our senior year when I went, I man, I was sold, man. Mm. She was an RA or something. I think she was in bang one of them dorms. And it was just so many women on campus, man. So so many. many. Like, like just All so, you know, like, yeah, I'll be here in a couple months, yo. But, <laughs>
0: no, I, <laughs> yeah, I'll be back. Just <laughs> give me a couple months.
2: Yeah, so, sure, I'll use that as my biggest moment, realizing that I needed to be essential. There you go. Right. realizing okay. that you needed to That's be good. essential.
0: That's good. That's a new, new one. one. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No
3: doubt. J.J. Bug, what's up? What so so, listen. Uh,
0: My my biggest moment at Central was very anticlimactic. I need to start with that. It's the decision I had to make. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: I had to make a grown man decision in a split second. Mm -hmm. So when I moved into the dorm, I had a roommate. His name was Luther. Luther was from Charlotte, and he was a a music major. Mm -hmm. He was a, what do you call those, a mama's boy. He was a real life mama's boy. He could dial his mama on the um, the touchpad phone. Remember you had to d- push the numbers in? Right. <clears throat> he had to dial with a 1-800 number, and then her number. He could do it like this. <laughs> he didn't even have to look at the phone. That's how much he would call his mother. <laughs> he knew the pattern. <laughs> he knew the pattern. That's what I'm saying. He knew the, pre- the, the calling card call number and then the home number without looking at the pad. That crazy. That's crazy. How much he called his mom, and that's before cell phones. Yeah, this is landline, and um, <laughs> he had uh, stolen my identity. Remember, our social security numbers were on our cards, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. So mm-hmm. he stole my. That's the first. Um, I had my identity stolen, so he put a he put a calling card in my name, and I was calling to the dean's office. So by the time I got back to my room, he was gone. Gone, gone uh, for the Oh wow. So uh when they call me today, they say, you're not from Charlotte. No, I'm from Red Springs. It's like, okay, well, I mean, it's like, I'm not calling his mama five times. They showed me the records. He would call his mother so much in a day. It was ridiculous. Wow. So uh-huh. Luther, he moved, he left. He went back home. So I was stuck at that semester. If you remember, Jermaine, I had my room by myself for like two weeks. Right. So here is the decision, guys. Mr. Donnie Cox came to my room and said, look need to pick a roommate or give us money because you got a single room. So I had three choices. At the end of the hall was another freshman. I don't remember who it was, but his room was just as busy as mine was. I had the TV and the refrigerator and all the shit. Mm -hmm. And then at the other end of the hall was the same kind of thing, another freshman. But listen, y'all, across the hall from me, was a grown ass man who only had a cart of a, a, a carton of books and a pennant on his on his wall that said omega sci-fi Kevin Carpenter mm. was 24 years old and I'm 18 and a baby right and looked like a grown man he's he's a he's a 24 year old behemoth <laughs> and I'm a child essentially and mr Cox said you you know let me know which one you want and then uh get back to me. And I just thought to myself, hmm, should I pick a freshman who's just like me, another freshman who got all this shit in their room, <laughs> or pick this guy who's in the he's the only cute on the yard. In 1995, fall of 95, he had came back to school to finish up his degree. But that semester. So he's the he's the only cute on the campus, y'all. So I made a grown man's decision and picked a a grown man to be my roommate. So I went over to him and said, Look, man. I said, Hey, uh, Mr. Cox said uh we could be roommates. (laughs) He said, Kevin said, Okay. So I was the reason why I thought about it was one, he's a cute, but then it's like, oh, he has a crate of books. (laughs) So we moved him to my room. I grabbed the crate, his crate of books, right, put it on the bed, and he's in. He took the pendant off the wall. (laughs) <laughs> and put it up there so what i did was through kevin learn how to talk to girls i had a no big brother and learn mm-hmm. how to entertain people and he having people over to the room and that mm-hmm. semester we had uh fall 95 come out so all those boys had to come through me because i took all the messages and stuff so i learned all mm-hmm. the languages so it was the best biggest decision i've ever made because in that moment i became a q because i knew everything I knew all the poems, cause he left them out for me to not see. Man, I took them poems, man. I learned all them. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I learned, all them, shit. I learned right. them all my first semester. See it through. Got all the if. I, le- I learned them all. I knew right. everything. It was too late. I learned it. And that's funny though. That's I've the never heard biggest it before. Biggest moment in my cause I could have easily chose a, the other two dudes. Yeah. Right, right. I could have picked anybody, but it was the fact that he was sitting right there, and it was because he had shit in his room, really, but. He was like, well, I mean, right. from him, I learned so much. <laughs> well,
2: so yeah, it's That so was like good. Yeah, a very good. That,
3: that was a good decision.
2: decision. Yeah. it was so funny. But even you think, Mr. Cox also a mega, you know, uh, as a cute yeah, Mr. Cox. Gave, gave you that, gave <laughs> <to give> you that <laughs> attention too.
0: So it was all lined up for you, James. It was all right. lined up. It's, it's like right. a holy trinity kind of things. Like that funny. These things descended upon me because if Luther had messed up, you know, right, like, a lot of things could have changed. But that's what happened to me, and I had to make that decision in a split second too. Like. I'm right. gonna go ask him. Best
1: right. old man. Kevin, <laughs> yeah. Kevin, man. Kevin, Kevin's cool dude. I saw him, I think, uh back in what 18, the last homecoming I went to or something. He's uh-huh. into him. Yeah, he good That's folks. A big
0: bro, man. Right,
1: right. right. He good he dude. He'll
0: beat me up to this day. Yeah, he used to beat me up too, y'all. <laughs> right. Hold me all across that room. Right.
1: So so fellas, I want to ask you guys something before. Oh, we you, sure,
3: do you go Oh my, oh, bad. Bad. I did my bad. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, I sure didn't. <laughs> did not. Oh. Okay. So for me, uh, one well, one of the biggest moments, I think, like I said, was meeting y'all and, you know, forming this brotherhood. But outside of that, the biggest moment for me, I don't think y'all, y'all might even know this, was I was 19 years old. And I told myself, you are not going to turn 20 years old and be a virgin.
0: Ooh, it's not going to happen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> because... You know, I had a lot of you know traumatic things happen. So mm-hmm. like, I was always in situations with females where we were doing everything else, but for some reason, I could never just still
0: land that plane. Like, right.
3: That that one thing just could not happen for me. I don't know if it was a mental block or what. It was it just wasn't happening. Yeah. But I was just like, yo, I can't not turn twenty and not do this. <laughs> can't do it. That's <laughs> I was a determined. nice term. And I was like, no way, this is not going to happen. So lo and behold, it was this chick in my criminal justice class. She wanted to study. Her name was Tiffany, and she Shout she had out. she had two kids already, and she damn Tiffany, little... grown
2: woman, status. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: She that's, a, that's she a hell of a fucking. Plans, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'll do, you'll do, you'll do, you'll do. So, but, <laughs> you teach me. That's a smart move.
3: <laughs> damn, that's funny. But no, but seriously, oh. I didn't think what, that wasn't part of my plan though. Like, said, so she literally wanted to study. So that's all right, cool. So just we went over there, we studied. I don't even think we really studied that much, but we did do some work. But it was one of them situations where I think she was trying to like feel me out to see was I gonna like make a move whatever. Cause it got mm-hmm. late. And so she was like, Well, I make mean, you a pallet on the floor, you could i I'll sleep up here on the bed. Mind you, she got two bedrooms, but the kids wasn't there. So I couldn't went into the other bedroom. She was right. no sleep on the floor. So we were just talking and she she made some comment about it was something about I don't think you would try nothing. you YouTube night. Nice. It was something, something along those lines. Like, basically, I was a good boy. She couldn't see me trying to make no move. And I was like, really? Like, Wrong. No, I don't see that. I was like, oh, well, Wrong. I can show you. Wrong. And she was like, oh my God, you for real? I was like, yeah, I'm for real. Like, I can show you. And I don't know, whatever mental blocks I may have had before, they were all gone at that moment. And <laughs> she gave me the business, boy. She gave me the hey, business. I'm just, she did. Yeah, it was it, it was one of them situations where you was like, you know, I don't know, I saw the story before. Like you see thick chicks and you'd be like, Oh, she thick, and you know, you have these imaginations of what you can envision. Mm-hmm. It's like I got the whole picture. Like I <laughs> <laughs> I see why uh, I see what the hype is, like I sent all it, that it, business then. Yeah, it. it was I was like, finally. <laughs> yo, finally. Yo, yo, so that yo, was yo. a big moment for me. Actually, I think I'll take you over there like a couple weeks later. I just, to, see. I just to look at <laughs> Let
2: me see what, what he messed yeah. with. No, nah, but,
3: but yeah, so that was a big moment for me. Yeah, her kid's my, about 25 now. My virginity. Like yeah. yes. If
2: you're 19, then you time about what uh, 90. 96, 90. we said yeah. I was there about like 96 or something, 97. 90, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, them kids yeah, good about adults. There. Yeah, about 25, it was 26 or something. Yeah,
1: smashing their moment. That was my big moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. That's an interesting big moment too. <clears throat> <clears throat> <Cusharo.
3: laughs> that's funny, <bro.
1: laughs> So, fellas, before we get up out of here, I want to ask you guys something. Um, and uh, I know a lot of this is a topic that's sensitive for some folks. But anyway, I want to know. So I want to know if you all can receive the word from a pastor or a preacher that is not living what he or she preaches, right? And let me just be clear, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh like a contradiction of the word. But for example, there are eight black pastors whose net worth, and probably more, but I'm, I just know for a fact there's eight, whose net worth is like 200 times greater than the communities that the church is in. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then just recently, the top 10 richest pastors, um, there are 10 who 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 did, and I'm not saying they're obligated, let me be clear, but they did not give any money towards any COVID research or anything like that, mm-hmm. especially in the communities that their churches are in. So to me, makes... right. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm just highlighted those two, Examples, because a lot of times it's just not about not living the word. But anyway, what do you guys think about that? So again, the question is: Can you receive the word from a preacher that is that is not living what he or she preaches on Sundays or whatever they preach?
3: I think for me, because I kind of been through that situation before. It's it's hard because I I was in a situation where I was in a church and the preacher got caught. Basically, having like multiple affairs on his right. wife mm-hmm. and the church. You know, they brought him in one time. They talked to him and said, like, Look, we're gonna give you one more chance, but you need to make this right. So they put him in counseling and everything, trying to get it together. But then he went back out there and <laughs> he did it again and got go. caught got again. Mm. But the crazy part of it was he was a really good preacher. Like, I liked his preaching, like, Which is what even even say. knowing even knowing that stuff happened after the fact, yeah, it was like when he was preaching to me, it was like he always spoke to me, and I, I could always take away something from his word, even though I'm back around like, dang, you mm-hmm. was just out here cheating on your wife, but you he mm-hmm. just really spoke a good word to me, and I, I, I can take, I took something away from what you were saying. Right. So for that particular situation, yes, I could. I knew he had faults because nobody's just perfect, but I was still able to receive the word from him, you know, in that moment of him preaching. But right. outside of that, it was kind of like I'll look at him like side eye when he was like trying to have like regular conversation. If that makes sense. So it's kind of like not, he was people in sense. It's like so you like,
2: separate his word from yeah. him. Yeah, it's like I separated
3: here. it. But I'm like, no, you can't talk to me like about some old regular stuff and you just been doing this. But I was, able <laughs> to, you know, to, I was able to receive your word. It was weird. But so if that makes sense, that's it makes like, sense.
2: Like, Quagmire. I
3: don't know. It was weird. Exactly. I hear other stories. Like other churches, like just taking money from people, and I'd be looking like, "Damn, y'all still sitting here taking this stuff." So that I had to reflect on myself. I'm like, "Yo, I, I'm pretty much doing the same thing." Like I was mm-hmm. able to accept this man preaching to me, and he was having affairs. So I think it's I think it's just situational for me. How did he,
1: how did he get caught up like that?
3: The first time, I don't know, I don't know how he got caught the first time, but the second time, I think because they were already watching him. Mm-hmm. i think they had somebody
2: you know checking up on, checking following oh, was he messing with like other ones i can't remember i remember i remember what it happened but i can't remember the detail was it, it somebody was that was in the church
3: went, no it wasn't, church, it wasn't women in church oh okay women community and then i think the second time it was women and um men the second time oh, oh i, know I be he got, damn. i got caught in the gig club Oh, oh wow,
0: man. that's wild. He was preaching the word in the gay church, in mean, the gay, uh,
3: <laughs> in the gay club. Yeah, that's what he probably was doing, spreading that word, man. Amen. He was so, was was Shabu, okay.
1: So, so to be clear, you, did you you distance yourself obviously from, well, uh, he, from that? Yeah,
3: What happened? He got they put him out after because they, oh, okay, they okay, gave him okay. one no more chance, and so he left. So, I mean, yeah, so, but I'm saying even after the first time that I was still able. Well, actually, both times, but then they, after the second time they got rid of him, but I was still right. able to see the word from him.
1: Wow. Well, I guess, well, okay. I mean, everybody deal deal with, you know, we're not uh, above demons, and I get that part, but still, Mm -hmm. wow. Jamie, what, what would you say, man?
0: No. Straight up. I mean, I don't care for it at all. I mean, I'm over it. I think I graduated. I don't care to hear it. Hey, man, don't kill, don't steal. How about that? Right. You know, that's how I really approach, you know, pastors. Like, okay, I got it, but I mean,
3: But you saying you don't go to you don't deal with any type of church because of
0: what? sick of it. It's the same shit. I've been dealing with it since I was conscious. It's the same shit over and over and over. It's the same book. It's sixty six books in it. Thirty three old, thirty three new. It's the same shit. What changed cool. your mind though? Because I'm, like, I'm like I know you came, you grew, you
3: grew up in the church. Yeah, I grew you up in it. where you was in worship and praise in school. Like yeah. right? you was heavy in like mm-hmm. right. your because beliefs. that's what I
0: knew. But then I right. like you know I don't have to get up, I don't have to go there and be punished just for living. Everything you do is wrong, right? It's a sin. I mean, any kind of fun you have has been it'll be trodden upon by a mm-hmm. Christian in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I like, can't do that, man. So I was like, you know what, I can't keep feeling like I'm wrong just for existing. So I just removed myself from it. And it's, you know, yeah. I'm over it. And it's not the religion, so, it's the people. It's the
3: people, yeah, it's so not the that's religion, that's it's the, like, the opportunity. So you never that lost your lost. faith and your belief. No, it's just, it's just, the, just the people. That, that, that part of it. The, um... right.
0: We've lost an opportunity, man. All this money we've been raising, and we have not shown anything after all these years. If you think from 1980, we raised $80 billion in the Black church and there's just nothing coming out of it. I mean, we created universities in the 1800s, but here we are in in 2021 and we just, we lost our path. We've fallen from making a larger base, just making a parallel straight up to the, this church is the biggest church, right? And we followed this guy, Joel Osteen, that's the first thing that came to my mind, mm-hmm. and this guy has all these people here, and it's a machine. It's a beautiful machine now. The business right. behind it is amazing. It's just the opportunities that we have lost, and it's nothing's coming out of it. And you know, can't point to one thing that we've produced as a black church really since the '80s, and that's just that, that number eighty billion, not million billion dollars we raised. Right tax-free and there's nothing that's coming out of that and you know just asking for it if you really put all of your you know self into that one man at that church he's just just as human as you are his thought pattern is a little bit different his belief pattern is a little bit different than yours and you've been trained to be the listener Mm -hmm. that's it and right, I don't care to listen anymore. I'll jump in and be like, oh, okay, I heard you. I heard that before, because I can pull back like, I heard that, I remember that, I was in eighth grade when they, when, they, when they gave that speech. Because mm-hmm. it went so from a the- br- fine brimstone now to you're going about uh, uh, prosperity, prosperity preaching. Mm-hmm. You can do it too. Well, no, you can't because you don't have the education level to do it, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I can't be a professor at Maryland. I don't have the education level, right? So why am I lying to these people about p- being principled? No, you don't have it. So it's just a different. It's just me saying, well, I'll just remove myself. Yeah, I'm
1: but you still. I mean, obviously, like Keshar would say, you we asked the question. You still have your faith. I, I get totally. it. I totally get it. I, yeah, I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah, definitely get it, man. Um, Kwame, what would you say, dude? Uh,
2: for me, I think it's, it's a tricky situation. Um, I because I I know when you're in that position as a preacher and. Um, or, or, or a pastor of a church, it comes with a great deal of responsibility. Right. So of course, people are going to look at you as a person, you know, you're a leader in a sense, whatever, so uh I think it's tricky. I think it's people, it's kind of hard if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, but at the same time, you are also a human too. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm okay with somebody making a mistake because mistakes happen but wow. then it's just like when you continue to do, or you're not trying to make no effort to do it and in advance for everybody else, then it'd be kind of hard for me to, 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 to follow it knowing that, you know, that, you know, saying that you're continuing to do it. So you just saying this one day and then next day you're doing something totally different First, the different, if you've made a mistake and you think you're human and you're, you know, trying to improve yourself in that leadership position, yeah, I then I, then I can, I can, I can get through that. Like I said, I don't know no perfect man. So, um, yeah so th- i think this is where i i think you know it's it just it's just a real tricky situation i know there's a lot coming with that uh like it's and it's funny because um the church that i attend of course it's like online stuff now uh kirk franklin actually was the was a guest uh this past sunday matter of fact and, and of course he, he apologized about his most you know, recent ordeal with his uh his son and and, you know, and the whole thing, how it was an embarrassment to him and all that. Mm-hmm. And he, he was just gracious that the, the church still was allowed him to come and perform and be a part of it and everything else and stuff to uh, the pastor, you know, that we go to, you know, say that it was fine. You know, nobody's perfect like that. So it was it was good. But in my mind, I don't even feel like he was that wrong. Like, yo. Nah. Yo, it sounds nah, like my opinion like, went wrong. Was, you know, saying, was acting like, we nah. call him a... Uh, <laughs> Come, kind of, uh, I forget what he called him. He kind of like a I medium. know what he
0: did say. He said, Don't you ever that's right. Yeah, that so ever came from his soul. I said, Oh, Kirk, don't fuck with Kirk.
2: Yeah, that's so what Kirk, I'm saying. Like, yo, he was a man you too. Do. So when his son right. was trying to get spicy with him and stuff, and he going as any father wolf their son was trying to get to, I didn't have a problem with that, regardless of his position. Like, it didn't make me look at him differently in that situation because I'm like, yo, he was he was all you know, so you know, sorry about it and all. But I was like, Well, yeah. I, I don't I don't really blame you
1: actually. He, he, and he came like, from a- it came from a place of, look, man, I, I, we, your mom and I have done a great job of taking care of you. You haven't wanted, you know, you never want it for anything.
2: Gary, exactly, you got all kinds of privileges that most people don't get. And now you're trying to put this man
0: on blast. So it was yeah, just I think the son as an artist, like a visual artist. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So to even say that out loud, like your parents afforded you the opportunity to be. A visual artist or painter, uh, whatever. So don't even if I want you to do shit for you, you get to live with you. You got you mentally. have family
2: disagreements, and let that be a family disagreement. You are gonna put it on blast, and that's that young millennial stuff. The young like mentality. Mentality. Right. when they put everything and they put their business out there and keeping right. it, keeping it. What you trying to show? all your 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 father cuss on everything. He's a man. He getting mad like anybody else would right. get mad, right. whatever right. and stuff. And you know if you acting like a punk mf or whatever he called, I can't remember what he said. Now nah, quote, but you said a bitch ass. Oh yeah, that you know what it was. Yeah, so your it was bitch that, ass
0: ever. He, hey, don't people, you ever? He proved it. He proved it what well, he did. It, you know what I'm saying? Okay, that's so, yes,
2: right. I ain't mad at him. So, I'm like, why you apologizing for?
0: Right.
1: <laughs> so 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 Kwame, um, you know what? I Me personally, I kind of I feel, well, I do feel the same way. Not kind of. I think at the end of the day, we. It's easy to lose focus in terms of seeing these folks as human beings, because once they get home and they have to deal with these human humanistic issues, for example, Kirk Franklin, um, those things come out. Uh, and part of being a pastor is your profession, not saying that they're faking it, but you have to put on this persona when yeah. you enter the tabernacle. So to mm-hmm. answer the question, um, in terms of being judgmental and not forgiving, that's not me. I'm, I'm up for Probably like you said, we all make mistakes, right? But you can't come in. You know, if you're if you're if you're over the flock, of the congregation I'm sitting in. You know, if you smash something in the church. Now, all right, man. Look, man. I might come back in two months or something. But when I get back, you can't still be smashing off. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna tell you something. I do have a problem with though. When it comes to and, and this is probably well any church, but um. When it comes to finances, and more so the, the 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 middle class, the upper middle class, to the mega churches, um, I don't like the fact that a lot of these churches, black churches, or churches period, not just black, but all churches, but um, there are some churches that are in these low income, low socioeconomic environments, mm-hmm. and the congregation, uh, you know, coming from these these low socioeconomic um, places, but when they, and I'm not saying this is the church's job, I'm just saying. I do believe if they're having any sort of financial issues, the church should be that source. Hey, you need your lights on, you need your lights, you know, whatever, you know, let's work something out. I think the church, right. had, some churches have that ability to say, hey, we can't be pulling off in Bentleys and Mercedes and then now, you know, these cats taking the bus home. It should be, create jobs, right? Okay. Create wealth for your for your flock, opposed to just- Doesn't it, it
0: make sense? You get more money if you if you get right. the folk.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Take those. Take Because, because I look at it as this: If I'm a pastor, I'm looking at my congregation. Mm-hmm. All I see is a plethora of skill sets. Put these right. skill sets to use in the church. Give and them a make salary. More money. Right. Allow them. Yeah. Opposed to just sending them folk home, you know, and and they're going back home to their struggles or whatever. Or in some mm-hmm. cases, I've seen this personally. In some cases, if you feel like you want you want the pastor to p- put hands on you, some cases you can't even get to him. Now nah, you need to holler at him. Let him do mm. or her. Junior do. pastor.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? And associate just, pastor, not Social junior associate. Right.
1: And you I get, get right. it. <laughs> pastors. I just I just think I think that just sends the wrong signal to congregations, man. And um I've sat in churches like that in the RTP, DC, uh, Maryland. The church we actually attend is an older congregation with old school rules and regulations. Mm. And I like it, Pastor Brown. Oh, but 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 again, I'm forgiven when it comes to certain things. But you gotta come before us and say, "Hey, I apologize. We correct that behavior." But two part of that is just not physical behavior. It's it's that a monitor monetary behavior too. Like, yo, you just can't be out here riching it up and, you, and your folks struggling, or they can't even talk to you, right? Yeah. So oh. that's just yeah. my take on that. you're uh, like person.
0: a celebrity kind of thing, yeah. right? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. They call those what do they call them? Armor bearers. That's what fats was. At his church, I like saw dude, that. Talk I talked to I that dude, to, Talk to I the pastor. The church
1: one night when fast was an armor bearer, and actually, okay. I disagree with that because when I, I only disagree out, with that, w- w- when they came out, mm. it was like he was like, he was like a celebrity. And I know Jesus, had, well, we ain't got to go that deep. I know, I know about that, but my point is, yo, that sends a signal like this Jay Z coming out of here or something. It's
0: right? a mind, it's a beautiful mind, actually, that make you it elevates you. It's right. It's the, it's a money play. I I appreciate it from a business side. Trust me, I do. But, you know, if I'm here in your congregation, I'll be damned. I'll be damned if I can't talk to you. Right.
1: Right. right. <laughs> and that's the message. Hey, Jamie, that's what it sends. It sends this message that I'm untouchable. You yep. can't talk to me. Yep. Uh, You can tithe, but you can't talk to me. I'm going to need you to tithe. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can't hold a conversation. I need you to break it off for your boy. So that's the part I I, I disagree with, man. So, and it's some other stuff. But we ain't got to go there. So I'm going to leave it at that. So,
0: yeah. Mm. All right, fellas, this is a great episode. So let's transition into our dose of dopeness. If you could insert a song here, Kwame. Perfect, okay, cool. All right, everybody. Uh, Miss Amber Mitchell, uh, owner of Berry Chic is our dose of dopeness today. She is the queen of berries. She is my little sister. She's been baking since we were kids and now she's at the top of her game and only getting better y'all. Uh, currently she's serving like Fayetteville Area and she can ship you know some of her delicious treats all over the country. She even did uh Faith and I wedding cake, uh, and it was delicious, probably like the only thing I could consume that day because my stomach was so damn so <laughs> queasy, but that cake was good. Um Amber's known for her cupcakes and her dipped strawberries. And now yeah, I saw a bomb. picture of her making a banana pudding cookie, so it's a cookie behind? with a banana pudding. And then a a vanilla wafer as a cookie, right? So my sister is getting it in. Um, Follow her on. Yes, she ships. Okay. Mm -hmm. Follow her on social media. Go to the website Berry Chic Berry Chick. I keep saying Berry Chic Berry Chick NC dot com. That's B E R R Y C H I N N C dot com. Right. On Instagram, Berry Chick underscore NC. And Facebook is Berry Chick NC. So Amber Mitchell with Berry Chick is our dose of dopeness.
3: No doubt support up? what's up
0: so y'all took cool, all us, cool. alright right.
3: so now we got a name for you guys we want to thank all our quatros for what's up quattros and watching thank y'all for listening <laughs> this is y'all new name um thank y'all for taking the time to rock with us again until the next time make sure you check us out on twitter at four times dope podcast one on facebook and instagram for dope podcast and if you want to drop us an email dm looking for sponsorship you can email us at four times dope podcast at gmail.com and if you want to check out some of our dope merchandise you can go to wwwhops2c.com until You're next time like
0: share and follow us right <laughs> indeed tell a friend and tell a
1: friend too